the Bowen Heads Football and Netball Club and the Beach House at Bowen Heads are very proud to bring you Episode 9 of The Tree on the Wing. When your father is a former great of the club, there is a bit of expectation that you might follow in his footsteps and play senior football for the club as well, and a hope that you might emulate his deeds and stamp yourself into its history. For Zach Walter, the idea that he will follow in his father Matt's footsteps has always been at the front of mind. Maybe not for Zach himself, but for the Seagulls faithful. After beginning his football journey with Auskick in Ocean Grove, Zach soon found himself at Bowen Heads, where they allowed the younger players to play in the under-10s. He played all his junior club football for Bowen Heads and captain an under-18 premiership team. Graduating into senior football, as well as spending some time as a Falcons hopeful, he eventually made it as a regular in the seniors in 2018, playing 19 games, including the club's losing grand final. A pacey, long-kicking halfback, Zach has earned the respect and admiration of the hill with his reliability in defence and his ability to move the ball quickly into attack, culminating in a best-of-field performance in the 2019 Premiership team against Torquay. We caught up with Zach before the finals and there were some prophetic exchanges in our discussion. After a grand total of 47 games with the goals, Zach may well have etched his name beside his father's as one of the club's favourite and finest players already. He's certainly not sitting in the shadow. We hope you'll enjoy our catch-up with Zach Walter. We're recording. G'day everyone and welcome to the Tree on the Wing. I'm Teddy Donnell and I'm at the Beach House in Bowen Heads and I'm joined this evening by the son of a premiership player and my normal co-host Russell Nipper Highland. G'day Nipper, how are you going? Very well, thank you Teddy. Good evening listeners. I'm the son of a premiership player. That's what I said. Yeah. We haven't mentioned the other one yet. No, we're joined by another son of a premiership player tonight. Um, one of the young guns of the uh, senior team at the moment. Been around the club for uh, in the senior part of the part of the club for a few years now. But um, he's played all his junior football and he's been a very good player at that. Had a bit of a run in the Falcons and um, very popular among the supporters, just like his father was in the day at Waves. Teddy, we've got Zach Walter with us tonight. How you going there, Zachy? Not too bad, and for yourself. Good mate, very good indeed. It's great to have you here with us, Zach. It's good to get the young blokes involved, and that's one of the things that we've been pretty keen to do, was get the younger guys involved. Because the whole purpose of this is um, to tell the history of the club and the guys that are um, playing at the moment, and the, especially the young guys. And, you know, we hope you play for a long, long time. Hopefully you don't have to play all your footy at Bowen Heads. You can go on to bigger and better things and then come back later on, maybe. But they're the guys that are writing the history of the club right now. So it's really good to have... Our young guys uh, want to be involved in our little project. It's great to hear your stories. So the first thing we do, Zach, we're going to start off with our icebreaker, which, as you know, if you're a listener, is uh, two truths and a lie. So take us away, Zach. Right, oh, he's right. written them down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Modern technology on the phone. <laughs> so I'm a keen surfer and love to get out as much as I can. I've broken my nose three times and I saw a dead body today. Wow. wow, that's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Mate, I wouldn't want to break that nose. That <laughs> yeah. must have made a crack when it broke. <laughs> yeah. Have a look at it. That's a fair beat, that I'm one, isn't it? A, um, I just thought of a very funny story. When I spoke to Zach today, I said, just be careful when you say two truths and a lie, because I've known you your whole life, and yeah, you might be able to pull it over <laughs> me. I do remember a little Zach Walder was about maybe three or four years old. And ran, went, oh, went to run into the back door of our house, <laughs> and I just cleaned the sliding glass window. Zach didn't know it was closed. <laughs> straight into Saw it, it coming, bang, straight into it. And, oh, I was shattered. I had to go out and clean the glass again. <laughs> it's quite, you got a blood nose out of that, too. Yeah, I think you did, yeah. didn't, you? didn't break it. No, nah, <laughs> not the window. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, Zach. Normally we ask how and why have you ended up at the Bowen Heads Footy Club? Not everyone knows you who listens, yeah. so um, tell us the story. Yeah, so basically, my old man played the majority of his juniors and senior footy at Bowen Heads and always was probably going to end up there at some point, but um, a lot of my mates at primary school, I went to Ocean Grove Primary and it was sort of a bit of a divide. Half the blokes would either play for Colindina or for Bowen Heads and yeah, a few of us 
decided to go play for Heads, I suppose. And yeah. did you play like really young at Ocean Grove? Nah, because they um I don't think Colandina let seven year olds sort of play yeah. at um Colandina, so that's how we ended up getting a few boys. I think that's how we got Alex Witherden. Oh right. Yeah, there was like a that and there was a few of them yeah. that came over that because. We had him at Auskick. I reckon Bryce, he was a preppy at Auskick and Alex was there a yep. bit older. Yeah. They were under 10s. They had to be 9. They had to be, yeah. Or 8. I think yeah. it was 8. So a few of us that um, were, like I did my Auskick over at Shell Road Oval and a few blokes who would have sort of wanted to play under 10s or whatever would come over to Bowen Heads because you'd be able to play at that younger sort of age. But no, nah, obviously the old man played at Bowen Heads, so. You mentioned Alex Witherden. You would have been starting around the time Darcy Hewitt was there as well, yeah, I reckon. Yep. Darcy, who's, I watched Darcy run around out in the senior field the other week. He's been around for a while now, Darcy. Uh, you, Charlie Sprague, yep. I reckon. I'm just trying to think whether there's any others that I can recall from that era. Started off their football down there. I suppose there's still a few of them around, yeah. but those uh, ones have been pretty prominent and have gone to bigger and better things, particularly Alex Witherden, who's... Now on the Brisbane list yeah, and doing on. well. No, it was a bit too good. Moved on very quickly yeah. through the system and through his college football and the Falcons and all that sort of thing. So, um, so you st- when you first started, started so you are pretty young then. Yeah, seven? so I think we I played probably three years of under tens. I reckon so you yeah. started seven, then mm-hmm. work your way up. Who was your first coach? I think Tim Armstrong was doing it that year. Yeah, I remember Tim. Yeah, doing it. we had where the Hawthorne jumpers. I think for the first year because we had three sides. So we had oh. all of us ran out in the Hawthorne long sleeve woolen jumpers for the first year. Wow. Woolen ones? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Whose idea was that? Oh, no clue. <laughs> probably wherever you could get them from. I wonder where they got them from. Yeah. Drawsdale probably had Op some shop. left over. Drawsdale had someone, <laughs> some left over. and That's interesting, that. Yeah. And then moving on through under 12s. I know at Ocean Grove, Bryce, he followed Matty Payne through a few grades because Matt's son, Bailey, was playing and he just... Coached under 10s, under 12s, under 14s. Yep. Did Tim do that? I think him and Pete Blair were sort of sharing it for a few years there. Um, I know I had, when it got to sort of under 14s, that's when we, I think we had Pete Swinton coached us for a year and um, I think Sammy Shallow as well, that top age. So you, uh, like, especially early, we had Pete Blair and Tim Armstrong. Yeah. There. When you got up into the under 16s and that sort of thing where... A lot of the times we had two teams, you know, A's and B's. Did you have any dramas getting into the A team at all? Because we've had a couple of blokes <laughs> on the show already that yeah. have told us, and it was very surprising. Cam O'Leary could not get yeah, a game I in, that the, when he told me, in, yeah. the, in the under-16 B's, yeah. and Dizzy couldn't get a game in the under-18s at all. Really? Yep. They just, they just weren't good, yeah. good enough. Yeah, you know, Dizzy quite often would get thrown in the car with Joffre and a few other boys that missed out on a game and yeah. carted down to Mottawari to make up the numbers there or down yeah. to Port Arlington. So yeah, I know yeah. our, um, I think in under-16s, our B side sort of merged with, I think, Inverlee and Drysdale and mm-hmm. sides like that, yeah. Inverlee? Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Now, so, so just on the subject of Cam O'Leary, did you see on Facebook during the evening, Cam is a listener? Yes. Premiership player. Yeah. Premiership player. During the week. During the week. On the yes. other side of the world. On the other and side of the world. Rob Smith. He got the best on ground as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I hadn't seen that. No, no, I didn't know so that, that was one. on Instagram. I don't do Instagram. I do yeah. Facebook. No, I Bryce, on, was telling me last yeah, night. I saw it on Facebook. No, I saw a photo and of him, but there was no info. So, yeah. a, big, a big shout out to Cam O'Leary. Congratulations from the people at Bowen Heads. We're all thinking of you. And um, don't do any... Well, obviously, the footy season's over now, so we can all... <laughs> Think about uh, the fact that Cam's not going to break anything, and when he if he comes back, he'll come He's back in one in piece. piece. I yeah. think Scotty Mitchell played too, didn't he? In, That's right. Yeah. In uh, I don't oh, look, I don't know how it's set up, but it looked like it might have been the second division. He played for another team. Yeah, I think it's on um, the premiership. From my knowledge, I think it's the same club, but they've just got a different name for the. For the seconds type yeah, of thing, yeah, works, yeah. But I think Scotty, I think Scotty did all right. He kicked a couple of goals, and uh, yeah, but a couple of Bowlings boys over there in the big smoke of London, playing uh, yep. a bit of Aussie rules and coming home with the goods. The, the blokes who played under 16s with you, how many of those guys have gone on and are currently got, yeah, got a, himself in the senior footy? Yeah, there's a fair few of us. Um, I know Sammy Harris. He's he injured himself last year, but he's doing uni over in Perth and hopefully we get him back pretty soon but he played a few senior games yeah. Sammy Allen played a game before he went off to Melbourne for uni as well Nick Sutton and obviously you got Noah Young and uh, Don Booth as well 
Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, uh, a few young blokes been coming through the last few they're years. They're sort of a year younger or, or a, yeah, a sort yeah. of grade le- or year level younger than you. Yeah, aren't they? yeah, so probably in my my age group was probably myself and Lockie Reeky as well. But he's had a bit of knee issues, so he hasn't been able to do too much training. But so you yeah. were the premiership captain of the 2017 Colts team. Yeah. Um, from memory, you didn't play the, a hell of a lot of games, did you? Really? No, nah, just, just enough to qualify, yeah. yeah. We, we had a few blokes who were a bit unlucky not to play. We had a fair side that didn't play, actually. Yep. It, um, boys, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but that was a great win over at Drysdale there yeah. uh, against the Geelong Amateurs. And um, uh, it would have been a special day, and no doubt there was some celebrations that night. Yeah. Yeah, Tell us a bit on. about the celebrations <laughs> that you young blokes get up to. Oh, I think we had a bit of a family thing straight after the game at the um, Young's residence in Ocean mm-hmm. Grove. And then um, later on, under supervision of Sammy Shuller, mm. out to my joint <laughs> later on in the night. And, and I'm guessing that if it was at your place, your old man would have been tipping a few back as well. Yeah, yep. yeah. he was giving it a nudge, yeah. Um, noticed <laughs> I've been going through stats online about you, Zach, and I noticed that, I don't know whether you remember this, what's the most amount of goals you've ever kicked in a match? Oh. Do you know? Yeah. I think it was a seven? Yeah, you did. You kicked a seven bag, under 12s against St Albans, which is pretty impressive. I don't think I've come close since. No, I don't, yeah, I couldn't find anything <laughs> else. Oh, there was an, wasn't there another? Oh, there was no, another there was five. A five. five. Yeah, the same year. same year. Yeah, and, um, um, and I also noticed... It might be like our last guest. Yeah. Who played... I mean, Zach hasn't played 50 senior games yet. He's played a few games for the club. Mm-hmm. And our last guest is the club record holder, but not in handballs. Maybe, mate. Zach, yeah. what, what goes on up forward, mate? Just yeah, see, see the sticks and go for it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. Um, when you kicked that seven goals against the Normans, do you remember what number you wore? Oh, testing me. Um... Yeah, was it number five? Yes, number five. Any reason why you have that one on your back? Um, certainly not the old man. James oh. Heard, for sure. James <laughs> Heard. So, Heard, he ranks above oh, your old certainly. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your old man. He used to fight blokes to get number five. <laughs> um, and I think he used to get down there the night before they gave the jumpers out and just take number five yeah. out um, so that he made sure he had it. <laughs> he used to run around calling himself Gary Ablett. He did. But, that's, uh, why he, that's why he walked that's five. And he, and he buried for Essendon. Yeah. And then, uh, and idolised, I mean, everybody does, I suppose everybody's got a favourite player at another club. Yeah. He's still his favourite player, though, even though he's retired for the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he, and he got to play a bit of cricket with him and against him. and That's right, yeah. Played and uh, trained with him at one stage. Yep. You went into the Falcons for a while too, Zach, sort of in and out there. What was that like? I mean, pretty big step coming up from Balinese to going into play and train with some blokes that are, you know, not far off starting their AFL career. Yeah, yeah no, we had, there was a pretty handy age group coming through. I think they went through the year almost undefeated and yep. went on to win the grand final in my top age year. So, yeah, it was a hard side to sort of crack in. Who, was, who played in that? I'm just trying to think. Was that who got drafted out of yeah. that? So that was blokes like... Sam Walsh, Warple, <laughs> yeah, uh, Grind Myers. Oh yeah, I was going to say Grind Myers. Uh, a couple of blokes in there when I was bottom age as well. It was pretty handy. And Tom Duty. Yeah, he, oh no, he was he was before. a couple he was a yeah. few years older than me, but uh, yeah, obviously uh, a fair bit of quality there. Yeah. And you played, and, and, um, and you probably went to school with half of those blokes too. Yeah, our pretty much our Joey side was pretty much tack cut players, so yeah. a lot of rotation. So you had a really good uh, St Joey senior team. Got the APS championship. I think that year was that right? Yep, the ACC. Yeah, yeah, yeah ACC, and um, that would uh, that would have been pretty good. A few good yeah. bikes running around there as well. Um, yeah. So you've been in the Falcons there for a while. Joey's very good. Uh, no doubt you've had some offers from some other clubs to go in and break into the GFL or anything like that. Any any of those been happening? Or? Oh, not not a whole lot. No, no. <laughs> I imagine there's a bloke from St Mary's probably asked you every week if you'll come in and play there. Your younger brother Charlie's in there yeah. at, um, at St Mary's and I thought there might have been a few other GFL clubs that might have rang up and see if you could come in and follow in your father's footsteps at uh, St moving Albans. Around, or moving around a fair bit. Yeah, it's along <laughs> with St Peter's or out to Inverlee or in at the Amateurs yeah. or over to Ocean Grove. You know, more jumpers than Greg Norman's got golf. Clubs. I was going to say more clubs than Tiger Woods. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and 
Zach, you've done a bit of that with your cricket, haven't you? You've yeah. Had a few jumping over the bridge back and forth. Backwards <laughs> and forwards over the bridge, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. the one. In at East Belmont now. Yeah. As, as we said, you've you played not quite 50 games. Yep. Which is over, what, about three seasons? I think four, but the first two I'd only sort of played two or three games. Yeah. And in those two years, so I think it was my first sort of year I played. My first game was against Modder at home, and then I didn't play a few games and then I played my second game that year Ammo's away but then my three games I played the next year were again Modder at Modder Ammo's at home and I think it might have been Modder Worry at the other ground yeah. <laughs> and those so I'd only, I'd only really played two sides in two years. years and you're bringing you in for the big ones too I was going to say because those two clubs around that time were playing in, in the grand end up playing in the grand yeah, final one yeah. of those years yeah. So, all right, your first game, I remember mine. I uh, don't know if Nipper remembers his. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I told you, you about oh, it. Yeah, you have. You told us about it. Um, so, it was against Motta, yep. did you say? Yep, yep at home. Yep. How did you find out you were playing? I actually didn't know I was playing. I rocked up for the under-18 game in the morning, and I'd had all my stuff and thought I was playing, and went out and did the warm-up as per normal. For under-18? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And so, it was worked out all right. I, didn't, I got a nice sleep the night before and was feeling pretty good. And they, yeah, they just, just sprung I think it, it was you, just before they? we... You have you saw your, your meeting before you do your proper warm up just before you run out. They just sort of said that I was not playing with them this morning and got the nod for the afternoon. So oh really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. Was, so he'd been training with the seniors, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd had yeah a couple of weeks with them prior. Yeah. And who who was coaching then? Garves. He was. The oh, head okay. Coach, I think. Yep. Yeah. Did Garves tell you you were playing? Um, or did, I think someone. I think uh, who was my coach at the time? I think it might have been. It was either Philpy or Sam Shower were coaching me at the time and then they just sort of told me I'd sort of had a few chats with Garves and I know he said that they were thinking about playing me but they weren't 100% sure and I can't remember if it was a laid out or yeah. I, reckon, oh, okay. I reckon they'd planned it because I I got the word I don't know whether it was that morning or the night before your old man rang me up and said big chance Zach's going to play in the first tomorrow yeah it must have been on the Friday yeah. and I, I came down and watched Watched you play. You handled yourself quite well for a oh, for a young didn't bloke. Didn't set the world on fire, but yeah. no, I think you did all the right <laughs> things. You you gave the ball off when you needed to. You got in the right positions, all that type of thing. So uh, I would have well, would have termed it a successful debut. And you've become quite a consistent player, Zach. You like you've you've pushed your way into the team now. Look, last year was obviously your first year where you really cracked it and got regular games. Yeah, you've become very consistent, like. Playing off half-back mostly? Yeah, yeah. Starting to get a bit more time through the midfield. But, um, yeah, no, it's good. We've got a nice sort of young back line, I think, probably with an average age of probably roughly 22 or 21. So that's because Dizzy's not playing. That's it. Dizzy'd <laughs> <laughs> pump it up yeah. a little bit, yeah. But, um, no, we sort of know a lot how we all sort of play and go well together and know what we're going to get from each other. So, yeah, it's a good little system we've got going on down there. Where's that consistency come from? What's the thing you'd work at really hard to, to get that consistency? Hard to really sort of say. Like we, we just do a lot of the same sort of drills and stuff at training, so we know it's pretty clear what we all need to sort of do. And I don't know, I've always just sort of been a fan of me running and all that sort of thing, so just yeah. keeping on top of everything. Because you are a sort of a... So you are a line breaker. I was going to say ahead of the play, but that's not true. It's You're more of a line breaker where you... I mean, you've got a long leg. Yeah. You, you, a lot of, lot of long play, so you get the ball... Run your 15, drive it long. Um, has that always been the way you played? Yeah, right? I've, I've sort of played a lot of my junior and school footy through the midfield and whatnot, so hasn't really been a natural sort of thing for me, but I've always loved running and I've always preferred kicking than handballing, so the change to sort of half-back was pretty natural and something that sort of came pretty simple to me. So Very exciting to watch. Get the ball, long strides. Silky skills, um, and there was one very impressive thing I saw, and I was I was standing with your old man at the time when it happened in the second semi-final at Port Arlington last year, and you did something that your dad said he always wanted to do. Yep, and he never he never did it because he never got to play with the bloke. But you came streaming down the field, clear. <laughs> and you've done this perfectly drilled pass, a bit over a metre off the ground, hit the bloke flush on the tit. The bloke just happened to be an ablet. <laughs> Matty goes, always wanted to hit the ablet on the chest. Problem was, Nathan was playing for Mottawari, and it was a turnover. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was quite 
quite funny to uh, yeah, something that you'd always love to do, wouldn't you? You know, get the ball dashing down the wing, have a bounce, and drill Ablett out, lace out. And uh, at least you could say you've done it. Oh, well, yeah. you're going to look after me then, but yeah. <laughs> no, we don't look after you on the channel no, wing, mate. It's all not. about the truth here. Yeah, and if it's not about the truth, it's all about the lies, about the about how we can make everyone sound better than they yes. ever were. Yeah. Or are yeah, exactly. So, um, so what number do you wear now? We talked about numbers. Nah, uh, thirteen at the moment. In number thirteen. Yeah. Why is that? I started off as thirty-nine, and I think I don't know. They probably just forgotten. <laughs> Saw a lower number, and I just jumped at it. And I think I've had thirteen when I was in. We lost the grand final in under sixteens, as well. So I've had that number before. And look at the list there. You've worn number one. Yep. Number eleven. Don't remember that one. Yeah, I remember that. 28. I don't remember 28. 52. <laughs> that might have been in one of your very first senior games. That'd I be reckon. right, yeah. And 39. And, of course, obviously, 13 that you wear now. Yep. A few yep. famous players wore 13 in our day. Oh, yeah. There's a couple that come to mind immediately. Yeah, who? Um, I'm thinking there's three that I can think of. I reckon I know one. One is the great John Starr. Yep, Johnny Starr used to wear 13. Yep. Yep. Mark Henderson. Yep. Yep. The Wizard. The Wizard. The Wizard. Or number 13 for a little while. And what am I going to mention? The other one? Yep. What about the day Shane Mitchell kicked seven goals? In a quarter. In a quarter against St. Leonard's. And every one of them landed in the lake. <laughs> and he's done 50 metre barrels from the goal square. <laughs> and they're landing in the lake. And there's a bloke rowing out there in a rowboat to get more balls and bring them back and swap them over with the. Yeah, Mitch loved that day. Yeah. Got. Yeah. He got he got yelled at the bloke. He beat a bloke, and the bloke was trying to run him behind him, trying to catch him. <laughs> Mitch has had a bounce, and as he let the ball go, the bloke behind him who was chasing him said, "Don't kick it in the lane." <laughs> yeah, Mitch, Mitch Shane Mitchell was the other one that I could that I could come up with who wore number thirteen. And there was one that uh, Alan Fry and I mentioned last week. Uh, Great player, who'd be, a lot of people wouldn't remember him by the name of Colin Arclay. Colin Arclay, yes. He, he wore number 13. 13. But, um, so yeah. have you got aspirations to keep it, Zach, or have you got aspirations for another number? Um, oh, hopefully hold on to 13. And, yeah. There you go, make it your own. Yeah, then. that's yep. it. We're all about the history <laughs> and make your own history. Well, you can join that illustrious crew. <laughs> so oh, I've, got to, I've got to say that Zach, Zach was, Zach's been at training. He's a little bit late. <laughs> And um, Brian came over and he said, I hope your guest turns up. <laughs> and I said to Brian, well, sit down and we'll have a chat, Brian. He turned around inside his own length, body length, which he never very yeah. often does, and he was gone. Quite sharply, yeah. He, <laughs> he could have turned like that when he was a young man. He might have been a decent footballer. He might have got run out so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah. once famously. You haven't forgiven Vinny for that. No. <laughs> It was a very, that was a very funny story when Vin ran him out, and then as he, as Brian walked off, Vin said, "Can I use your bat?" <laughs> <laughs> well, at least his bat got a bit of use that day. Yeah. Uh, yes. What do you like about playing at Bowenheads? Oh no, it's just sort of, it's good to play for a club where, you know, the whole it's got the support of the whole community, I suppose, and everyone sort of gets behind it, and like I know. I go to work on a Friday at the pub and everyone knows who's playing and everyone's name and yeah I know there's a lot of clubs that would be in a similar spot but having grown up here and yeah you sort of idolise blokes playing senior footy at Bowen Eds and yeah, it's sort of nice to be one of those sort of blokes now and Who were your idols growing up that senior players at Bowen Eds? Oh, obviously Bobby was one that we all knew Swino because he was coaching us at the time and we'd always get up and about when he lays someone on their ass in front of us on the wing. It's great to play yeah. with them, yeah. isn't it? It's great to play when you when you grow up and you you watch the senior blokes play and you you do idolize them and you and then you get to train with them and that's that that's yeah. a big thrill and then you get picked and you get to play with them and you almost I remember my first game, it didn't matter how much water I drank, my mouth wouldn't be wet. It was just dry. I just was that nervous and that like I don't know, overawed to be out yeah. on the field with those blokes. It was amazing. But I know that you're starting to build yourself a reputation. There's kids now starting to watch you and probably thinking one, one day I'll get to play with Zach Walter. <laughs> How about that? 
Yeah, it's something to aspire to. And, yeah. you're, and you're working at the pub. We just, I was just going to touch yeah. on working at the pub. It's interesting that when you, you said third generation. Third generation. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, I reckon it might even be the fourth because I reckon old Sam you spent a fair bit of time there. <laughs> mix well, up, mix old man. Which side of the bar? Yeah, well, that was that was always the thing, wasn't it? But I remember when you said, you know, you said you work at the pub on a Friday night. That's good. I reckon. I reckon I spent a bit of time in the pub on a Friday night with your dad before we played too. <laughs> we weren't working there though. Um, do you reckon there's been a game of footy that you played for Barnheads that your dad hasn't watched? If there ever was, it would be because there'd be a lot, Charlie would be playing a late late game, game or something like that. Town or or Oscar needed to get taken yeah. to a birthday party or <laughs> something like that. Or yeah, it was a bit yeah. difficult there when Oscar was at Newtown and Charlie was at St Mary's. And New Barnes. Yeah, I remember one day I was up at Newtown and um, and your dad was there watching Charlie was playing against Newtown, St Mary's Newtown, and um, I was standing there talking to your dad and then he got a phone call and he walked off and he said to me, "I've got to go." <laughs> and I said, "What's going on?" He said, "Oh, Zach's just been knocked out yeah. and taken to hospital." And I said, "Oh, okay. I hope he's all right." So. Moose drove off and I kept watching the game and as the game got closer to the towards the end I thought, Well now Charlie's gonna get home now. Max <laughs> <laughs> just left him there and gone to hospital and I thought, Oh, well, I might have to throw him in the car and yeah. run him down to kind of worry on the way home and then um, then your grandfather Paul wanders over and I said, Oh, can I Paul, how are you? And he said, Oh good, I've come to pick up Charlie. He said, I was with Zach and yeah. went into hospital and I swapped over with Matt and I think there's a lot of that goes on in your family. Yeah. Someone's yep. someone's dropping someone off here and picking someone off so uh, so that it all works with three boys in three different age groups and sometimes at three different clubs. Yeah, it's good that we got Oscar back. Yeah. Trying, working on Charlie slowly. Working but... on Charlie, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so no, Oscar's back. Obviously, at Bowen Heads. That's yep. good. Yeah, I heard about that. And he's he's going all right. Yeah, no, he's doing well. I think the team's going all right. Yeah, yeah. No, they got a handy sort of side. So yeah. Ollie Wilshire, who debuted a couple of weeks ago, he played his second game on the weekend. I know he plays in that side, and I know Oscar's pretty shattered when he's playing with me and not him. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, they got a good little Easy side jet, going Ollie. on. Yeah, he goes yeah. well. Yeah, good runner. Great so. mover. Yeah, really good runner. Yeah, good and skills. he moves really well balanced, and he seems to have seems to have time that other yeah. blokes don't have. And um, I reckon it's because he's so clean. Yeah, he gets the footy first grab, first yeah. touch, and, and that's when he rocked up to training. I reckon it was his first night. He was obviously he's a lot of size, and yeah, he really stood out. Like just one grab and take off and weave in and out of blokes, and yeah, good good skills. And he looked pretty good on debut. I was uh, sitting there watching him over at Newcomb, and um, yeah, he uh, he contributed. Yeah, which is good. That's all you need. Good little goal. He had a yeah, he kicked a good goal. He had a um, he had an early introduction though, didn't he? Mm. He had the breath taken out of him early. Yeah, that's right. Mm. His mother wasn't that impressed. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I spoke to her up. Oh, well, halfway through the last quarter, we were walking past and. I said, oh, here we got, oh, here we got the wind taken out of him. She said, yes, I know. Like <laughs> <laughs> all week, I've been thinking he's not quite ready, and now I know it's. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's right. He's up and going. It might yeah. kind of hurt too much, but yeah. yeah. The great thing was that the boys got around him when it happened. That's it. So. Yeah, but it's been good though, over the last few years, particularly since you've come through. You know, you, what were you sixteen or seventeen when you yeah, started in yeah. the seniors? And um, as you mentioned before, you know. Noah Young, Don Booth, Nick Sutton, um, Sammy Allen, Sammy Allen, Kai Copeland, Sammy yep, Sammy yep. Harris, all you know, Colts players that have uh, had a run in the seniors and and held their own pretty yeah. much. And, yeah, uh, and uh, it's a good experience for them. So when they come up later on, they're ready for it and they bring that experience back down to the to the junior group. So uh, yeah, no, it's a pretty exciting time down there for the young blokes at Bowen Heads. Clearly, like. That apprenticeship, would you serve? A couple of games one yep. year and then another three yeah. another year and then... You haven't played seconds? Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. so a couple... Um, and then pretty much every game last year that yeah. you were available yep. for? I reckon there was... I might have missed a couple, just small injury, but yeah, every game I was yep. available, yeah. To come into that team when at the time you have and be a big part of it, an important part of it, especially last year... 
It must have been a thrill as it built through a season last year. Yeah. What, what were you thinking, like, as a young guy who's played before last season five games? Yeah. And um, building through last season. So, talk. Yeah, just so. Just run us through that. Obviously, there was a bit of a feeling early on. We were knocking off sides pretty convincingly and sort of can't help but think there's a bit of a sniff to go all the way this year. Because the expectation on us wasn't. Uh, At the amongst the group, yep. it probably was. But. The, the media, they didn't think yeah. much of us, did they? Nah, so it was a lot of um, probably proving sides sort of wrong. They'd sort of come out and think that we'd just be the same old side that they could sort of just roll over pretty easily or we'd win a few games and that they wouldn't take long for us to sort of just go back to the old ways. But we got on a bit of a roll there for a while and we were playing some pretty good footy and there was certainly a good feeling, certainly building as we got towards the end of the year and like just some of the blokes that we got to play with coming out of that sort of South Barwon era and blokes sort of coming either back to the club or from other clubs as well. So, yeah, we had a pretty good balance that year. There's yeah. some exciting guys down there, aren't there? Yeah. Like, that can turn a game in a, in a few minutes. Yep. And feeling was last year, even when we get behind them, that you're always in a game. Yeah. Whereas previously, even in probably your first couple of seasons, we've had really good starts to years yep. and dropped off in the second yeah. half. And in the middle of the year when it got real busy and... And the grounds get heavy, and the and the big bodies come out, and we yep. sort of weren't able to compete. But last year, that was when we did our best work. Yeah, and to be part of that must have been yeah, it was a unreal. real a yeah. real thrill. Yeah, obviously yeah. a disappointing end to it, yeah. but still, right through your time at Bowen Heads, you yeah. managed to play finals. Yeah, in in a lot of seasons, haven't you? Yeah, and I can like remember sitting like we'd or like our sort of when I was going through the under 16s, under 18s, we'd always back up the Utes to the the scoreboard on the far wing and. You'd watch the seniors play, and it was just we'd always sort of talk about how good it would be to win a flag at Bowenheads because we'd never really seen Bowenheads play in a grand final or mm. go deep into finals. I think there was a couple of prelims in a row there, but we'd always just sort of say how good it would be to eventually get there and or see it or yeah. Well, we can vouch for it. It is good to see and it is good to be involved in. You had some very long-lasting memories. Uh, I just had a recollection. We we had a night here a couple of years ago where we celebrated your late uncle Phil's 50th birthday party and we kicked on back to your place. <laughs> Do you remember that night? I don't know whether you were there or not. But a great man by the name of Gary Caldo absolutely ripped shreds off your father. Really? Told him how poor he was oh. and how he was let down. <laughs> and he, he, he just went on for <laughs> probably 10 minutes. And not only was I hysterically laughing, but... <laughs> Oscar and Charlie were there, and they were in tears, almost wetting their pants. <laughs> Your mother was laughing her head off. My wife was laughing her head off. Yeah, Matt was trying to tell him to shut up, but yeah. uh, once once old Podgy gets going, um, <laughs> now no doubt these blokes around the club like that nowadays. Yeah, you know, that talk the talk, they're serviceable on the ground and that sort of thing. But some of their best work is off the ground. Certainly. Who's some of those blokes that are, we keep, should keep an eye on nowadays in the club? We don't have lunatics like Podgy Caldo at, no. at our footy club anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of blokes you sort of have to keep a close eye on. I know Matty Beckwith and Jordan Kinsey are certainly a couple of blokes that never seem to get up to any good when they're together. And like we had a couple of nights, or a couple of episodes ago, Cam. Yes, was always yeah, yeah. Cam good O'Leary. value. Yeah, it's Cam O'Leary. <laughs> Actually, when the when the three of them get together, there's uh, yeah, there's usually trouble brewing with the O'Leary boys. Oh, very good viewing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly right. And and yeah, Jordan Kinsey's a uh, wouldn't say a cult uh, hero. Yeah, he's a cult hero. Underestimated. I remember having a chat to him at the cricket club and telling him <laughs> that. Jordan, we would prefer if you kept your clothes on when you ran across the field um, when he decided to streak during a game one afternoon. And, uh, yeah, he has no fear, obviously, on or off the field. No. Someone brought a Pee Wee 50 down to the cricket club and the fridge got on it. Well, can you imagine what the fridge looks like oh, on a Pee Wee 50? Yeah. And he just tore around the oval on it. And we were all sitting there thinking... That we were about to see a young man's last few moments because he oh. just hammered it <laughs> and it could have ended up anything. But he he managed to bring it home and yeah. the poor little bike was never the same. No. He's an imposing figure. <laughs> but you do get a laugh out of him. Yeah. We also had a couple of blokes that were um, very popular amongst the lady folk yeah. at the club in the day. and um, A lot of the boys are sort of pretty committed, actually. There used to be a bloke that we played with. He used to stand at the bar 
in waves. And for the people that don't realise, Waves is the disco part of the uh, the Bowen Heads Hotel. I think the old man's been eyeing off the Waves yeah. the neon sign the in neon the distro for a there for while, yeah. Very long time now. <laughs> and um, yeah, there was one bloke that uh, used to just stand Can you in imagine the, corner the, of the Waves bar. sign above your house? <laughs> if he ever got his hands on it, it'd be on the roof, wouldn't it? Be yeah. like, your house would look like it was Christmas lights. Uh, 365 days a year. All year. The waves. Just go <laughs> sign up there. I reckon his life would be complete. Yeah. If he had it. I oh, reckon, yeah. I reckon every time we go into the pub for a meal in the bistro, he always says, under I, I can't wait till they redo the bistro so I can get that sign. Yeah. <laughs> He's been planning it for a he while. Has. But uh, he, yeah, he does. Does it still light up? Imagine it would. Oh, okay. oh well, we know, we know that. That many electricians, it wouldn't be able to get it. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be hard to get it working, would it? Yeah. So I was saying, yeah, there was there was a bloke in our era that used to just stand in the bar of waves, and the girls would come to him. He didn't have to go and hunt and collect or anything like that. They would just come to him. Um, um, but we won't mention any names. He knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> he does. So, all right, your father had a few nicknames. Right. Volts was one of them. Volts. Volts. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. Uh, Volts. Volta. Volts. And uh, Ablett. Yeah. Mitch used to call him Ablett. I only ever called him Ablett. I don't reckon he ever called him Matthew. Oh, no. Or one of the ones, you know, Max used to use it a lot too, was the kid. The kid. Still does. Yeah, still, still calls, calls him, him the kid. kid. Yes. Kid. Yeah, he does yeah. call him the kid. In his dotage or in his older <laughs> years, the moose. The moose. Yes. He was never, wasn't called the moose when he was a younger man. Well, he it got, was, got the moose at Ocean Grove, I believe. Yeah, I understand. He was um, along the lines of, what was that Sydney Swans player? Moose Henwood. Oh, yeah, okay. And he was a bit of a lookalike for Moose Henwood, oh, okay. or played like him, or something like that, and he yeah. became the moose. Ah. And it's um, gone from there. So, Zach, have you got a nickname? I don't have a nickname. I've Sean O'Leary tries to call me tickets whenever he can but that was the one I was yeah I was interested in yeah where does that come from because he will tell you a different story oh okay yeah and the reason I ask it is because uh on the weekend I was standing with some blokes and every time you went near the ball which was often and you got hold of it someone would say come on tickets yeah and I thought Oh, I had heard that one before, but I wasn't sure where it come from yeah. or what, what the reason for it. So, so, so where's it come from? So, it was after the um, big Easter Ammos game when Boris was debuting just up at the heads. And um, we went back to one of the boys' houses after the game and Andy Walsgott, who co- I think coached or was part of the grand final side over in London yep. as well. Yep. He, um, Him and Sean were getting stuck into each other a little bit, calling each other tickets and that they loved themselves and whatnot. And I sort of jumped in and thought it was pretty funny and we ganged up on, I think we, me and Sean ganged up on Andy and one of my mates, Matty Beckwith's younger brother, Tommy, was just happened to be there and thought it was pretty funny that he'd try and deflect it onto me and Sean and Andy thought it'd be a good idea and from there it just sort of stuck at training and it might be more out there now now that it's hit the uh, yeah it's the airwaves of the tree on the wing yeah, well, <laughs> uh, and and of course you know the the thing about a, a nickname if you don't like it and it you sticks. protest about it yeah, you're stuck up, with it you're stuck with it you don't have to dislike all you not everyone dislikes their nickname i quite like mine but um <laughs> yeah but other people uh, find out that you don't like a nickname and all of a sudden it's even worse <laughs> makes it even worse no that's not the best nickname to have so tell me this, Zach, as a young bloke growing up, you learn your football from your coaches and, you know, watching TVs nowadays, watching YouTube and that sort of thing, yep. just sort of picking up. Did you ever get any advice on how to play the game from your father or did you ever go to your father and ask him for advice on how to do oh, it? I very rarely would go up and ask him because it wasn't long before he would sort of come up to me after a game to let me sort of know how I went or <laughs> anything like that, so... No, he was pretty honest with his feedback and let me know how I went. <laughs> and good, good. Did he, you know, did he give you some words of advice or um, anything like that? If it was good, it was usually followed up by the opposite fairly quickly. But yeah. <laughs> so, 
the idea of a shit sandwich is it's something yeah. good, yep. then s- something bad, then something good. To make me feel better. Yeah. 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 It sounds like Moose does Inside it the other way. Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inside our shit sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I do remember him saying to me at one stage, and I don't know whether it was cricket or footy, he goes, I can't tell him anything. He doesn't listen to me. No. He reckons I was crap. <laughs> but, uh, no, your father was a very good footballer in his day. As a testament to his league best and fairest and club best and fairest and premierships and... And, a, and had a lot of clubs. <laughs> Quite a few clubs. In the end, I got a funny feeling that um, Matty liked premierships and he went chasing uh, went chasing yep. more of them. <laughs> and um, well, Bowenheads obviously weren't going to win any more in those days, so he uh, he went and found some more somewhere else. <laughs> I think the Bowenheads one means a fair bit yeah. to him. Yeah. Well, that's the one he's got yeah. tattooed on his hip, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Is it on his hip? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. And, well, I don't uh, get to see his hips that much now. No, yeah, I don't think I've seen it for a long time. It's, mm. probably, it's probably stretched a little bit now. It's probably, it used to be a circle. It's probably an oval yeah. now. Well, it, was a, it was a seagull. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a pelican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he, I, he told me the other day that he's, he said some, how many premierships he's played in, in footy and cricket combined, and there's quite a lot. Yeah. He played in well, a There'd f- be a lot of cricket, wouldn't there? Yeah, yeah. and he played in, played in a few... Premierships at Ocean Grove in footy. Yep. And two at Barwon Heads, 93 in the 87 reserves he played in as a young yep. bloke. And um, yeah, cricket ones at both Ocean Grove and Barwon Heads, and more recently at East Belmont in the. Is it the fifth? The yeah, sixth? He was in the, the fifth. fifth, fifth, fifth yep. I've never played that lower grade of cricket. Have you played fifths? <laughs> no, no. Ah, fifths. You wouldn't have ever played fifths, would you, Teddy? No, I've never played fifths. Fifths cricket. It's even difficult to say, fifth cricket. Yeah, it's hard to say it fast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And you need to say it fast because you don't want people to really yeah. hear it. <laughs> but, oh, you know, he won a premiership in fifths. Yeah. Against the great man. Yeah. 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 But he played in his last senior premiership, his last A-grade premiership. It was only a few years ago. And, yeah, yep. And, um... We ought to get him on the show so we can talk to him about it. We didn't bring Zach in here to talk about his old man. Yeah. He reckons he forgets everything. I asked him the other night. He said, I forget everything. I can't remember anything. Yeah, he's shocking. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he reckons he can't remember anything. So he said, he, yeah, we were talking about a car a friend of ours had. And he said, I can't remember it. I can't remember it. I said, we used, to, we used to drive it around all the time. Bring it home from town. There'd be six of us in the back of the white panel van. And, no, don't remember it. So, well, yeah. I, I know um, in the second semi-final in 1987, in the reserves, he kicked six goals. He did too. He, he, he can't remember it. He couldn't remember it straight after the game because he was in the last probably two minutes of the game he got concussed. He used to get, really? He used to get concussed a lot. Yeah, yeah, he had a glass head. He got concussed against Drysdale in the seniors one day when uh, Darren Shergwin ran into him. Darren Sherwin only ran into him after I ran into Darren Sherwin and Darren Sherwin bounced off me into Moose. <laughs> Moose laid on the ground out cold. I just picked him up and said, get up, make it look good. And he was, yeah, he was in Gaga land. What happened to him in 90... In the three? flag? He got... Didn't yeah, he, um, he gave bloody Lee Crichton a broken hand. Yeah, by hitting him in the... Fist with his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't remember anything about that game. Either. Yeah, he doesn't. So he's pl- I think it was another one he didn't. An interlude game down Gippsland somewhere, I reckon. And I reckon something happened to him there too. Yeah. We Maybe. Can't remember we'll, get, him then. we'll get him. We'll get him on the train, and we will see him over there and ask him all these questions. You go. I don't remember. We like <laughs> talking to Muhammad Ali. <laughs> so, um, last bit of last year, so that. A great season, we, we sort of got on to talking about it. A great yep. season that went on to where it went. Being a younger guy and that, that premiership being right there, yep. what was your feelings after that after that that game, which was a disappointing game yeah. for the club? A great season for the club. And if you look at it as a whole season, as I've said to, I think I said to Cam O'Leary at the start of the year when everyone said, you know what, uh, everyone thinks you're going to finish seventh or eighth yep. you're going to play in the grand final and oh, be favourite yeah and get beaten by a team that a pretty good team yeah you would have taken it pretty much yeah, wouldn't you yeah. so just 
a bit um, disappointing when you know it's certainly yeah. within you to get it done. But yeah, certainly the expectation on us before the season started, you'd certainly take getting to a grand final and obviously being the favourites as well and finishing on top. I think yeah. No, and and how have you put it behind you? Oh, we've got a few blokes have sort of come and gone from that sort of year. Not too many, but we've sort of got a we've got a similar list. But um, just it's all taken it on board. Like it's been building every year. So there was a couple of prelims, and then we finally got there and fell short. But it's just that a lot of blokes are sort of hungry to sort of get go that next step and yep. not sort of make it just one year and sort of make it a good few years at the top. And and while we're having a good season this year by our probably historical standard by last yep. year's standard, not quite as Good. We we have had some reasonably serious yeah. and important injuries. Yeah, no, we've um, been, certainly been tested. Yeah, this year. Yeah, it's probably a position that we weren't so much in last year. We didn't have too many injuries or like, ongoing issues with blokes not being available and being injured. But um, something that yeah, we just a challenge we didn't really have to face last year. It just sort of just kept rolling on and just sort of kept happening. And no, it's probably something that personally I reckon could hold us in good stead you know we had our backs to the wall against a few sides and sort of been challenged and well I think things like that everyone can sort of grow from and and how's the spirit feeling amongst the guys yeah no it's same as it was last year or if not slightly better we've everyone's got a clear understanding of what we need to do and where we all want to head to and yep. yeah it's good buying from everyone and yeah certainly a good feeling yep and the change at the top with her with Obviously, Bobby's yep. retirement and and Troy coming in, yep. and um, obviously still got Herbie there. But yeah. it, what difference has that made to to yeah. the to uh, the group? It's, it's a familiar feel. Like we've got so many blokes that have been around the club for so long, so it's not foreign or anything to us. But uh, uh, Troy's come from a pretty successful background, and a lot of experience and success as well at VFL and GFL level. So no, he's brought a it's a good um, set of eyes that have come and probably hasn't watched too much of us play so it's probably a lot of things that we may not have noticed and Garves back yeah. as well yep. so Gar- Garves brings that up the opposite to that doesn't exactly. he where he has seen a bit of it yeah does so it's know good to sort of get a different set of eyes because Garves had a couple of years where he wasn't there it's um, yep. he's seen development in guys For like sure. yourself yep. and he's seen that development and, and understands where guys have been and where they've come yeah too. Yeah, and Troy, Troy having really no emotional attachment to anyone, it, yeah. um, sort of building that obviously. But yeah, yeah he hasn't sit there and gone. Oh yeah, I've seen this guy come from under twelves right up to now. Yeah, um, he's sort of gone. Yeah, he sees this them is how just they are. What it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a good balance. You sort of get a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different thoughts, which is good. So you, but everyone's sort of got the same idea of what we need to do and. Everything, but yeah, no, it's certainly a good balance amongst the amongst the coaching and players as well. So, there's a good yeah. feel around the club just generally. Yeah. I, um, the girls missed out. They've had gone from a team that well, we didn't have a team. Yeah, this time two years ago we didn't have yep. a team, and they won a, a second division premiership last year. Ended up in first division and and won a final in first division. So, obviously, there's that that kind of momentum that builds and that builds feeling around everyone. Yeah. As we were talking about the under seventeens before, the under seventeens yep. have lost one game for the year. Yeah, on the weekend on they yeah. lost a game. So, by the time people are hearing this, a lot of you know most of it will be over, and and we'll know more about where the club's going to end up as far as finals go, and and where the juniors do yeah. go. But as we sit at the moment, um, coming from where Nipper and I came from, where no one ever played finals. Nah. And um, last year we had all but. One team at the club, including net, yeah. netball and football, all but one team playing yeah. finals. Yeah, and then that team was the under 17s, which who who were going to get to play in the finals this year. So, yeah. so you know, there's everybody gets a turn at least yeah. every now and then. Yeah. yeah, building to a to a future. What where do you see your future, Zach, as a footballer? And are you looking to go as far as you can with bow and heads, or are you yeah. looking to to move on and, and go and play at a higher level, or what, yeah. what's your aspiration? Um, oh, I haven't really set anything too much in stone yet. I've had a few conversations with a few different people, and you know, you've got some. Obviously, I've done a couple of pre seasons at um, Werribee and whatnot, and that's haven't really gone too much past the practice matches or. 
through January. So hopefully want to sort of go that next step and hopefully get on a list at a VFL club. And what's yeah. that like? I, I'm interested in the in that. I've always been interested as a, in young footballers who um, they go to a to a club and they and you give as much as anybody yeah. in a preseason. You yeah. really want to and. And a lot of guys are already entrenched at the club, and they're yep. doing their preseason. They they know where they're going to be. Yeah, you're working your ass off trying to get there. Yeah, and then you get cut. What's that like? Yeah, um, I haven't really had too much of a successful run with either rep sides or anything through me juniors. I've been pretty known to be cut from most sides, so it's yeah, pretty familiar feeling. But um, you obviously like you sort of. I didn't have too much um, expectation with that was to get straight on a list initially. It was just more, I knew I was just going to get there and just had to make the most of it and just work as hard as I could. And I was a bit disappointed when I was when I got the phone call from John Lamont to say that I wasn't to go back that pre-season, but, you know, they're pretty good with their feedback and what they want you to do, so... I reckon, I, I, reckon, <laughs> I, I, reckon I owe your apology. I'm going to come clean. Yeah. I know Johnny Lamont and... Um, <laughs> He's a very good friend of uh, Sam Murray and well, Sam's sponsor of the Barnes Football Club out at One Day Estate and Johnny was out there one Sunday afternoon having a beer with Mother and I and talking about a few different things and it was pre-season at Werribee at the time and um, <laughs> Mother and I said to Johnny, oh, I made of ours young blokes in there doing pre-season with you. Yeah. And he said, oh, who's that? We said, oh, Zach Walter. He's come up from Bowen Heads and... Johnny didn't really react. It, yeah. was, it wasn't like <laughs> it right. he didn't know you, but it wasn't like you were a household name either. And yeah. Mother and I kept filling Johnny full of beautiful <laughs> one-day estate Shiraz. And yeah. so, oh, he's a good player, Zach. He's so athletic. He's got good skills. And a good kid. Really good kid. <laughs> and, oh, he'd be an asset in there. And, you know, we keep... And that was Sunday afternoon. I think you got the phone call on Monday Monday. Morning. <laughs> yeah, no, we're no longer required no. in there, Zach. And I thought, yeah, all right, so we'll keep our mouth <laughs> shut in the future. So um, that was, yeah, we were, yeah. We were quite confident that uh, you got the, job the done. Wine, wines we filled him up with and the wines we sent him <laughs> home with were going to get you over the line. And uh, it was going to be a, a, a great relationship with you and Werribee and yeah. we could all go up there and watch you. But... Um, yeah, I don't not know. Not to be. Not there. <laughs> no, well, yeah, so that might have been me, Mother Mora. Yeah, we'll had say something that. to do with that. We'll say oh, that. really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just doesn't like one day estate wines? I don't know, he had enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> and work wise, Zach, what are you up to with work? And You're at uni? Yeah, yeah up at um, Ballarat doing physio. So up there at the moment, it's was four days a week, but only three days a week at the moment. And. Um, Still doing just a couple of shifts a week at the pub and um, doing the old gas bottle run. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> what got you interested in physio? Is that something your father told you to go yeah, and do to pull him out of the shit all the time? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much of a choice, but <laughs> so nah, um, good was, career, good yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I hope you can get your physio degree quicker than Jared Healy. Oh, yeah. Jared Healy yeah, took ten years. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and there was someone else who, who took a long time. Who yeah. was the president of the Barnes Football Club? Who was at university until he was thirty-five. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Zach, it might be time for us to work out how good you are at lying. Yes. Yeah. So, run us by I've got to remember these: broken nose. Yep. Couple of times. Saw, saw a, a dead, dead body, body today. today. Today, and keen surfer. I reckon. Not that kind of surfer. He's a, he's oh. a physiotherapy student, so there's a fair chance he's seen dead bodies. Well, today. Today. Were you at uni today? Yeah, he was. I know where he was today. Mm-hmm. And at what time. You don't have to look at him, but he's broken nose. And I reckon he had the first <laughs> when he ran into my glass door. So, that's true. Yeah. Um, the dead body, because he made the emphasis on today, I think it actually happened... Um, the keen surfer, I just can't see that happening, Zach, because your dad would not take you in the water <laughs> because he's scared of seaweed. Oh, he's <laughs> he tells everyone he tells everyone he's scared of sharks. He 
He's not. He's nah, scared of seaweed. seaweed. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, he's scared oh, of it. Big bad moose, scared of seaweed. Oh, and, you know, nice. like, just down the road to Bancura Beach, you know, oh. you ride your bike down there. Yeah. Nah. How would he go now? Like, in our day, we didn't, after we finished our game of footy, we went to the bar yep. and we cooled ourselves internally. These yep. blokes go down the river. Yeah. And they go straight in the water. Yeah. How do you reckon he would have gone? No, nah. nah, as long as he could it. see his feet and there was no seaweed around, he'd be all right. But any seaweed, <laughs> yeah. Nah, so you're not a keen surfer, are you? Nah, nah. putrid. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, tell us about the dead body. Yeah, um, it wasn't anyone we know. Nah, every every Wednesday we go up. Oh, every Tuesday, sorry, we go up and they lay out. I think it's about ten or so bodies and whatever body part or like joint where sort of going over that week there's about 10 tables or however many tables laid out and they've got little pins in them and you have to go around and guess what muscle it is or what tendon and wow yeah and so, are those the same dead bodies every time uh yeah well there's changes because there's a lot of people that sort of donate their yeah. bodies to do it but yeah there's so there'll be like just like there'll be feet or legs yeah. or shoulders and Wow. Oh, so bits of dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, occasionally awesome. there's like more like bigger segments than others, but yeah. yeah so that's the people that donate their body parts to science. Yeah, mm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Not for everyone. There's a few no. people that sort of have to leave the room because of the yeah. smell, or I think at the moment where there's a lot of hands and stuff, so they, a lot of people get. Bit spooked out by it because you got to touch them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, do, you, do you ever get anyone like <laughs> picking them up and going? <laughs> <laughs> because that's oh, my what, hand fell off. Because that's what you would have done. <laughs> oh. That's probably why I didn't get into physiotherapy <laughs> or medicine. Oh, I reckon I would have been a good doctor. Oh no, you wouldn't. No. <laughs> you would have been horrible. <laughs> and you broken noses? Yeah, plenty. We were trying to figure out the number. Actually, today I was having to think, but I landed on three, but I have a feeling it might be a little bit more. And I had the first time I did it was playing backyard footy with my youngest brother, and he tried to poke a footy out of a tree and a big PVC pipe, which we used as goalposts as a way to get it out, but lost control. And I just happened to be walking past and sconed me, and he ran inside, locked all the doors, and <laughs> wouldn't let me in. So, so that was his story, that he put footy out of the tree. Yeah. When in actual fact, he got smashed across the face with a bit of PVC pipe. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you a story about the Walters boys. About the Walter boys, sorry. One Christmas day. Pretty sure it was Christmas day. It was either Christmas day or it was Boxing Day, but I reckon it was Christmas day. And my son Bryce got a new cricket bat and yep. some pads for Christmas. And so we went down to the nets at Ocean Grove. Yep. Which were new nets then. Yep. To have a bit of a look <laughs> and a bit of a hit. So I've got two old oranges, two balls that are just that soft and old and horrible. And the next thing, a car rocks up and it's Moose. But the boys all get out and Moose leaves. <laughs> and Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> and then I hear, Charlie, you pad up. No, Zach, I don't want to bet. No, you pad up. I got a new ball for Christmas <laughs> and I want to bowl it. So they go into the nets. For a kid who was only about 14 or 15 at the time, it was terrifying. <laughs> I was frightened and I was in another net. Poor old Charlie <laughs> was standing there and they were zinging around his ears. So I can imagine that if Oski hit him across the hooter with a piece of PVC pipe, it would have been... Oh. There would have been no love lost amongst no. them because it, because just when they were having a bit of fun, he was trying to take his brother's head off with a new yeah. cricket ball. <laughs> oh, Very competitive, yeah. Of course, then, because uh, then when um, it was Zach's turn to bat, Zach said, "All right, I'll have a bat now." And Charlie said, "Well, give us your ball." No, that's mine. He nah. put it in his bag, <laughs> gave him an old dirty old yeah. one, and just said, yeah. "Bowl this." <laughs> You've had a pretty successful cricket career too, haven't you? Premiership in the GCA First Division. Yeah. Um, decided to follow football this year and probably missed out on another one. Yeah, I had um, still going to see a physio about it at the moment. My back just yeah. was not allowing me to come in and bowl, but yeah, had to get myself right for footy, footy this season. year. Yeah. 
push cricket to the side, but uh, yeah, he um, he might be able to have a chance to break that uh, hoodoo and have a yeah. game with your old man this year somewhere in the fifth. In the fifth. <laughs> How back. bad is your back then? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you have to bowl in the fifth. Oh. <laughs> and, your, and your back doesn't bother you playing footy? Nah, they sort of said to me that um, oh, it's just the motion of bowling just puts yeah. so much weight and pressure through it that yeah. footy is pretty consistent and you can sort of get by and manage it throughout the year. But with cricket, I, I know I thought I was right to sort of plan to come back after Christmas and like we go... We have the grand final of GCA and then round one the following week, so there's not no break. Yeah, there's no break. Yeah. So um, I was trying to get myself up and missed a few games, which I'd sort of allowed, and I slowly pushed me run up back further and further back each sort of training session, and then pulled up after I'd gone full tilt and just pulled up shocking, and pretty much just said to him, "Well, I've got to go get this sussed out, and don't reckon it's worth." making it worse and yeah plan to go back and footy. yeah because is that the one you love Foot, yeah Everyone's I think got so one they love I more. think so yeah I still love me cricket and it's yeah. good it was unreal being able to play with me brother yeah especially in that flag the following the previous year yeah but um yeah I know just considering the spot we were sort of in as well and the disappointment of losing I sort of wanted to have every chance to go one better yeah well we wish you every every luck with that we really appreciate you coming along, especially Thanks, after having a night at training and all the way over at Drysdale. The boys yep. trained at Drysdale tonight um, on their new council ground over there. And uh, Zach made his, uh, made his way over here um, <laughs> straight afterwards. And he's, unlike his father, he's hardly eaten anything. <laughs> if you put a plate of food like that in front of your father... I've we just got a message through on my oh, phone really? from a Matthew in Connawarri. Yes. Can you get an apple pie and a chocolate sundae on your way home, please? <laughs> Where would you get those? Well, there's one just around the corner. Oh, okay. Apco? Yeah. No, 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 no. There's a McDonald's around the corner from the Mooses in Connawarri. Oh, okay, yes. He moved to Connawarri and they built a McDonald's for him. <laughs> oh, that's magnificent. They he lo- loves his McDonald's. Oh, yeah, what does he ever? Remember when we went on the footy trip oh. to Tasmania and he was shattered? Because there was no McDonald's yeah. in Tasmania. That's right. <laughs> very unknown, oh. very little known fact that one, but yeah, and he didn't and know he, until he got there. But what he couldn't work out straight. was the fact that the potatoes they get to make the fries yeah. of McDonald's are from Tasmania, yeah. but they don't actually have a McDonald's store there. Yeah, no. Well, they that do. was a memorable trip, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway, Russell, do you think? Thanks again, Zach, for coming along. We always appreciate our young guys come along and, and to give us the support that you do we really appreciate it and uh, and once again good luck with the season hope you have a, a really a really good final series um, we look like probably making finals now um, so you know uh, for the team and you for you personally uh, and also uh, good luck with your cricket if you decide to yep. play it this year and um, you're really and, good if you play it though yeah. <laughs> and we and we look forward to you having a long and illustrious career uh, in footy and hopefully most of it's with bow and heads but if you yeah. if you go on to to other places hopefully they're bigger and better than us and and you do really well there too so thanks a lot very much mate for coming along no, no i was just thinking perhaps that could uh, go and play one year at every one of his dad's clubs he played at and then he should be able to come back to bow and heads when he's about yeah. 35 <laughs> All right then, so it's time to pick up your ass, pick up your glass, stop your talking and start your walking. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Cheerio. Good night, everybody. As things turned out, Zach did have a very fine final series and was prominent in all three of the club's finals. He was awarded the medal for the best player on the ground in the grand final, and the Seagulls brought home the premiership for the first time in 26 years. We're going to call a season on the Tram to win for 2019 as well. It's our intention to spend the off-season recording some new and interesting episodes, and we'll be back in 2020, when the heads embark on the most difficult task in football, and something we haven't done in 46 years, and that's to defend the Premiership. Nipper and I would like to thank the Footy Club for its continued support, the Beach House at Bowen Heads for welcoming us and our guests, 
in recording sessions and providing a nibble and the refreshments. We'd like to thank our guests for their generosity of spirit, their great stories, and for their time. And we would like to thank you, our listeners, for giving us your time while you drive, work, or walk. We hope we've been able to entertain you. On a personal note, I would like to acknowledge and thank my co-host, Nipper Highland, for his efforts in production. I've said for many years that he is the best network person in Geelong, and he has not only brought many of the guests to the show, he's prepared excellent research and asked clever and insightful questions. Well done, mate, and thanks. I'm Teddy Donnell, this is The Tree on the Wing, and we'll speak to you in 2020. Cheerio. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and time is called and we must piss off.